imagine if we actually did ASMR. I think we should have an episode where we do ASMR just for like the first five minutes. Cut it down. I'll do our intro like this. But the hello and welcome to the I'm Picking Podcast episode three. We're your hosts. I'm Devin. I'm Mickey. I'm Nan. I'm Brenda. Thank you for joining us again for another episode. These have been really fun. Yeah, they have been. Uh, Bryn, so uh, how was Ilfest? Uh, <laughs> just got off a plane like five hours I ago, did didn't you? I just got off a plane, but I fell in love. Ooh. I think I'm in love. Okay, no, that's a how many word. times? How many times did you fall in yeah, love? Okay. She says this at every festival, so by the way. So many times. Okay, but I think it was more at the after party. When I went to the after party the first night, I was picking and choosing. I kept talking to everyone I, wa- I wanted to talk to. I was like, he's cute. She's cute. Like, Damn, when you have options. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, well, they got mad at me because <gasps> when I finally picked one guy, I was like, okay, I'm going to stick with him. He had a pashmina on his head. And then, like, I see all these people around me. They, they brought me drinks. So they're like, oh, like, I just bought you a water. And I was like, oh, I'm okay. But my friend, like, she's thirsty. Like, you could give it to her or something like that. But overall, it was fun. After party was dope. We thought we were going to do the second after party, but we have the flight at 6 a.m. So we did not do the after party. It was a party. second after party. It's, yeah. it's like it's 3 p.m. now. I know. No, I know. But overall, the festival was was pretty lit. It was a good experience. It felt like um, kind of like a bootleg Burning Man. I don't mean to like hate on this, mm. but it's because it was more about the artwork. Like they had a bunch of oh. like artists that were painting during oh, the festival. Shit. Yeah, right. So like we were able to take photos with like fresh artwork. Um, mm-hmm. And like the stages were laid out where it was like, let's say like a square. Mm-hmm. Every there's four stages, one on each corner, and mm-hmm. then like, in the center is where all the art pieces were at. Oh, yeah. So it was a pretty like Dope. different environment. It's more, more. Would you say it's more of an arts festival over a music festival? Then it's a good mixture of both for sure, because mm-hmm. the art was literally. It's just like they have no decoration besides the art. Mm-hmm. There's not really much lights. Like I was thinking, mm-hmm. like where are the fuck are the lights? I brought the Ravy Central's uh fan. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, by the way, it's a fan that fucking lights up. Shut up, Ravy Central. No, literally, like with that first like, of its kind. It came in clutch because for festivals that don't have lights, <laughs> I was giving myself a light show. <laughs> really like, I swear to God, I was like, where the hell are the lights? And I turned on the light, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Was was the uh, was it an indoor or outdoor festival? It was outdoor. Outdoor, yeah, like forest mm. or like open ground, um, like like, like dirt. desert, like, like dirt? dirt, like tarantula on the floor dirt. Like I was laying down and tarantula almost fucking bit me. And Holly was like, "Am I tripping? The floor is moving." And I was like, "Probably you're tripping." And she was like, "No, like the floor is moving." And I'm like, "Dude, then like, do you want me to like give you a light show? Like what?" And then like she's like, "No, let me see your phone. Like, let me see your light." And I was like, "Okay." Like I thought she was gonna use use it for something. And then like she goes on the floor, she records, and there's a fucking tarantula that was right next to me. And then, like, we're just sitting on the floor. And I was like, in my head, I was like, why is no one sitting on the floor? Like, the grass is so nice. It's because we're dumb bitches from LA and we don't know that tarantulas <laughs> are on the floor. Give the tarantula a live show. Yeah. And I was like, uh. Yeah, was probably Got scared. Got two of its legs going. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. You know how they do that when they, like, are about to attack you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, ah. <laughs> But yeah, overall, pretty dope experience. Lineup was dope. Met yeah. some pretty cool people. Uh, networked a lot. So nice. it was nice going out there for sure. How nice. is it different from us in California? Um, the people, the way people dress for sure. Mm. Uh, it's more toned down. Um, because there was a couple people that were also there from LA, and you could tell that we weren't from the area. Mm. And people were honestly surprised that we're from LA. Like they're like, "Where are you from?" And I was like, "From LA." And they're like what are you doing out here in Texas? I'm like, why not? And then they were like, well, I mean, like you traveled out here just for this festival. I was like, yeah, like we were invited. Why would I not go? Like, She's so in awe. Yeah. <laughs> Californians like, are here. I know. I, was like, I like to 
travel like come on like why would i not do this like yeah. i'm fucking 22 like let me live my life and let me have fun and they're like no like re- i respect that but like it's just they're just such an awe um mm. and because i i don't know if like they travel for festivals or i, I was actually about to bring that up too just like y- surprisingly a lot of people don't travel no. like generally yeah. speaking yeah. in this country a lot of people don't travel including us so expensive. <laughs> yeah well i mean that's the thing like i know we want to it, yeah. it, it is expensive yeah. absolutely but like we'll send we go we go to another festival somewhere else they're gonna be like really yeah, yeah. how really hot was here? it though i'm curious to know how hot it was it was first day it was raining and humid um oh, second day that's a that's the worst combo. it's the worst we were so scared i think holly was down for it with jan and i yeah. we were like uh we were so paranoid of raving in the rain because one of getting sick but two of just feeling all musty and dirty sticky sticky but it, it was fine the second day was actually worse because we got there earlier the second day and the heat mm. like really got to us we were laying down for maybe like three hours of the festival mm. yeah interesting yeah because it was hot it's as been so hot here. this yeah. week it was like consistently like oh, 100 yeah. or over. Yeah. I think we, yesterday here? was 104. Yeah. Yesterday it's been so oh, hot. Oh, heat wave. We, yeah. No, no, we, we, we had like a, there was warnings. There was yeah. literally heat wave It was 105 yeah. yesterday. Extreme heats and whatnot. It oh should not be 90 degrees at two in the morning when you're trying yeah. to go to sleep. It's very true. Luckily, we, had, we were in Irvine. It was 95 there, but it was. Yeah. You were in the valley, right? Wait, before yeah. I forget, before I forget though, did you, did you take a lot of pictures when you were at Ilfest? Um, yeah, well, Jen had a friend who's a photographer there, so like nice. she got a couple photos. Yeah, and if then we can, I'd say like let's insert throw, the yeah, photos. insert some photos because oh. I'm kind of curious on what those other like oh, other art. ravers look like and okay. some yeah. of the artwork because like like you know you've seen those jokes about like European raves like Tomorrowland and then you see that one that one American raver who's in her like in get up, everyone's gear. in clothing and it's like uh, what? Only if we get the picture of Bryn when she hit her head which oh by the way God. do you want to explain what <laughs> yeah do you want to the last thing before yeah. we move on to our weekend but what what you do if you can if you guys can see a little bit close she has like a little bump in her head it got better to be honest i took a nap I, a I just boo-boo. needed sleep to be honest but basically what happened it was a mosh pit of course first mosh pit of the night uh, of the night and I t- it was during slander and i think it was holly and i that started it and we were just like should we do a mosh pit? And we were like, yeah, let's do it. Start pushing people around. And it was all men in that mosh pit, six feet men. And the bitch who fucking hit me was Holly. Just a bunch of Larry's. Wait, hold on. The fact hold that on. it was Holly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, her, no, because she's so she wears Invisaligns. So her teeth, she, her teeth hit my head. <gasps> and when the mosh pit's Ooh. over, she was like, Brynn, you're bleeding. And I'm like, Holly, you're over-exaggerating. I'm not bleeding. She was like, yeah, like, look. And I was like, it's not that bad, Holly. Like, you're over-exaggerating. Relax. <laughs> and she's like, no, like, look at it. And next thing you know, like, when I get back to the hotel, it's bruised. You, you know what's funny is I'm not surprised because Countdown, Holly, she she gets so aggressive, she knocked out her own tooth. She was actually sober, to be honest, during this time. She was a little bit drunk, but she's, yeah, she gets aggressive. I, I'm just glad it wasn't your eye because one of my best friends has uh, gotten her eye same thing in a mosh pit. And uh, yeah, for like two weeks, her eye was like half shut. So, Ooh. yeah. Be Kinda careful scary. at mosh pits. Yeah. No, go Seriously. crazy. Seriously. Start, start the mosh pits. I'm always, I'm Bring always. face gear. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm always, I'm always a believer of like, if you're going to get in a mosh pit and body someone, you, you pick them up. You make sure everyone gets <laughs> oh, back. Oh, no, of course. Yes. Of course. Oh my God. I remember yeah. my first hard summer, dude, during Sullivan King set, that mosh pit went so hard. Someone knocked someone over, became unconscious. Oh my God. It was so bad. Scary. Yeah, be careful, so, guys. Be careful. Yeah. Be careful, but also go crazy. Go crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you have you guys heard of like uh I think it's like the the, the mosh ref or whatever? 
Yeah, yeah. he's my me. favorite. Yes. No, he goes to festivals in like a referee's uh-huh. outfit or like yeah, a referee's, and he goes to mosh pits to make sure it stays safe. Like yeah. he makes sure cool. everyone's going hard. Props so, to you, man. Speaking but, like, of that, so what is mosh pit etiquette? Like, what do you think should happen in mosh pits? I'll let them answer first because I actually have a really good answer for this. I would just say rule of thumb: someone falls, you pick them up. Someone drops something, you stop real quick. Like I dropped my pashmina and my glasses in yeah. the mosh pit, and I was yeah. like, "Guys, I dropped my pashmina!" And then some guy was like, "Wait, wait, wait, guys! She dropped her pashmina. She dropped her glasses." Everyone stopped, picked them up, yeah. and then we kept mm-hmm. going again. Because cool. like every yeah. every because I love going to mosh pits. Every I'm like a short little girl, okay? <laughs> but I love going in them because they're so fun. So right. every time I'm in it, like all you, you tell like all the guys are like. Be, being careful but you see me just like yeah let's go that's Bryn too yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um just be mindful yeah. of your surroundings have fun but yeah. pick them yeah. up if they fall and, stuff. and in case anybody didn't know what a mosh pit was it's literally you're at a festival show concert what have you people literally open up a little area like maybe like i don't know like 10 feet of room and everyone just starts going ham like you know flying around moving pushing the, each other exactly yeah. my personal etiquette is you don't punch anyone you don't use your elbows. You don't use your knees. The goal isn't to hurt anybody. It's just to like throw your body weight mm-hmm. around and just like have yeah. a good time. Like that's it. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. then obviously if someone falls, you help them up. No one wants to like get hurt. Mm-hmm. Also respect people that are on the outside of the pit that don't want to be in that yes, are just watching. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Uh, the amount I'm not of times. a big mosh pitter. So. Yeah. Oh, no. and if you are on the, uh, the outer rim, be that protective <laughs> circle area for people like for example like say say we're in a mosh pit right now and i'm on the end and people are in front of me when they come up i push them back in so that people behind me into the sides don't get hurt or yeah. get pushed yes because they, they're not expecting it like, like for example too when i'm i don't you know be in the mosh pits the brave guys in my group they're always going like this to like protect everyone else girls. just protect yeah protect your fam okay yeah. when it comes to this stuff mm-hmm. yeah. um, make sure everyone's safe yeah Exactly. Everyone always thinks it's uh, to be aggressive. It's not no, like we're no. all just trying to have just a good have time. Mm-hmm. Unless you're starting them. If you don't know how to start a mosh pit, literally you just go up to someone and you go, do you want to start a mosh pit? And then they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, okay, then push me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want to start a mosh pit? No, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> no, no, you got to yeah. like, like, Yes. No, for do real. You wanna, do you want to just start mosh. a mosh pit with me? <laughs> Some guy came up to me. He was like, "Oh my gosh, Wavy Britain. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what's your name?" And he was like, "Um, I, I don't, I forgot what it was. Like, my name is Nick." And I was like, "Bet, like, nice to meet you." He was like, "You want to start a mosh pit? I saw you moshing earlier." And I was like, "Fucking push me, dude." He was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Fucking push me." Fucking pushed you so hard. He no, he didn't even hesitate. Pushed me so fucking hard. He was waiting for that moment for sure. Yeah. And then, Mosh pit started. He's gonna go yeah. home to all his friends and be like, "Dude, I fucking pushed Wavy Britain." <laughs> no, no, he knows Grayson. He ended up being Grayson's friend. Oh, really? Yeah, he took Jan and I home. Shout out G Zoom. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, for real. So pretty dope. Start nice. mosh pits. Awesome. Love that. Well, it sounds like you had a fantastic weekend. We yeah. um, had a little bit of a simpy weekend at Nerco. <laughs> Why simpy? Oh, yeah. Why guys simpy? Last minute no, just because just it's simpy music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or more simpy music. You know, okay. some, yeah. some melodic dubstep. You guys have been kinda. sipping recently. The past we two have. weeks. <laughs> What is wrong with us? Are we okay? I've been simpy since I was like 18. I don't know what you guys are yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just probably part before of that. I kind of forced uh, Demon and Nan to go with me to Narco. You didn't have the well, force. Same, no, cute. Well, same was going too. So, you know, I'm like in St. Louis. Like, oh, let's be real. So. We were all kind of like uh, North Coast. The, the lineup for North we Coast was just. We were having FOMO. The lineup was so good. Yeah. I just didn't even check. So I didn't even have FOMO. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's strategic. <laughs> strategic planning. Just don't look at the lineup. <laughs> For real. No videos. You see a video, exit out. But Real to quick. be fair, mm-hmm. I also don't look at the lineup anymore pretty much until like the day of the festival. And Smart. that includes festivals that I go to now. So yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Sometimes lineups are the reason why I want to go to a festival. Yeah. Agreed. I don't know. I've, Do always, just, I've always just gone for the vibes and my friends, there are always artists that I want to see, of mm-hmm. course. But I think at the end of the day, what's more important to me is just being with my friends. Like, I get wow. that. I definitely get that. For sure. <laughs> but well, I mean, the music too. I, I don't mean to discount like, the, you know, I don't mean to like discredit the music and the artists discount. and everything. Yeah, sorry. That was not the correct word. <laughs> but uh, but I, I like it for me. It's always been more important. Like my group has always been more important to me just mm-hmm. because like old, I, I feel in my experience, that's always been kind of like the determining factor of the amount of fun that I have. Yeah, yeah. I will agree with that. I will agree Two with that. Two you surround yourself with too. A hundred percent. I will say this. I've been EDC three times and the first time was with not a great group and it was the worst experience of my life. Mm. Absolutely the worst experience of my life. Second time, I honestly can't even remember most of the artists I saw because I was just vibing with my friends. I was like the group we went with. It was oh, just it was, that a, was when we went to. Is, that, exactly. when I, is exactly. that when I met you for the that first time? That is the, yeah. Well, not met you, but like raped with you for the Yeah, first exactly, time. exactly. I mean, no, that's also when we met because I hadn't started talking to you at, at all yet. I met you. You met, uh, you guys met on like Instagram or whatever. Yes, I met you in October. I met you when we shot uh, the escape, escape video. video. Yeah. Didn't we shoot, did we shoot the escape video before we I went before to EDC? EDC. Yeah, because oh, we talked yeah. about this in the last episode. Oh, How much sleep did you get, Nam? Not enough. Damn, she called <laughs> you out. Not enough. <laughs> Two hours sleep, Bryn. Holding nothing back today. Honestly, I feel more energetic when I have no sleep. I think it's like the end, the end of my cycle is like full burst energy and mm. then crash. Yeah, it's the pre-workout. Mm. It's, it's, called a, it's called a power nap. Um, <laughs> She got a minimal amount of REM sleep. She's currently living on adrenaline. That's what it's called. Facts. Facts. Okay, so these are some questions that we got from our followers. So this is from Wonton. He said, um, is Plur dead? Absolutely not. I don't think it's dead at all. I think it's just not talked about like it was before Mm -hmm. because I can speak on when I first started like raving, raving, that I can like... 2016 everyone was saying it like a catchphrase you know plur this plur that yeah but then that like anything that gets talked about too much there's always going to be haters who make you feel uncomfortable like like oh you're not players you have to talk about it type of vibe um but that being said there's such a huge community of people coming in now who don't know that and we're not talking about it we're not bringing it up like yeah we trade candy but People don't actually know that it the whole the symbols. It's like you know peace, love, unity, and then the respect being the candy trade. For those that don't know what plur is, it basically stands for peace, love, unity, and respect. It's just a motto that the community goes by. Um, we take it as like our just our life motto when it comes to everything. What does plur mean to you guys? Well, I want to comment real quick on on the the original question of like is plur dead? I mean, I think I I actually see it the question in a different way. So I see like like how how is the community now versus how it was before? Mm-hmm. And I do think I don't I don't think plur is dead. I do, but I do think that I think it's being um like a little bit more uh taken for granted. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think a lot of people are actually practicing. It's not it. talked about that much anymore. That's what I was going to say. Is like I, f- I agree with the fact that it's not being talked about it and the fact that it's not being practiced. 
no one's spreading Plur anymore. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It exists. Yeah. It's still alive. Like, for example, it's in you, me, her, her, a lot of our friends and whatnot, but it's not being spread. Well, I think, yeah. it's, I think also, too, it's like a lot of people will just say it, but they're not actually embodying it or practicing it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or like, for example, uh, our little situation on Twitter. <laughs> we don't have to talk about this in detail, but I mean... Just like, for example, like there are just people out there who would rather shit on like people. I mean, we just happen to be the ones this time, but like it it goes for everyone else too. Like, I mean, people will just shit on other people, especially in, in the community. And then like, these are the same people who are like going to the festivals and like saying plur and like doing stuff. And it's like, are you actually being plur? You know, Mm -hmm. like check yourself. No, they contradict (laughs) themselves for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but like. There is a large population of people who go to festivals solely for getting fucked up. They only see it as a giant party. They don't see it as anything more than that. It's not about community. It's not about love. It's not about the unity, respect, and the peace, all that. It's just about, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go get fucked up on this front. You, like, it's just. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, yeah. like, you, you have to respect, like, it, it's like you have to respect the principles that were, like, built as like the foundation. A ba- yeah, the foundation mm-hmm. that was built as a like baseline yeah. for the EDM and the rave community specifically. Yeah. Like so, there's nothing wrong with getting fucked up. Yeah. Absolutely not. Have so a good time. What, get fucked up. Do what, what you does want. it mean to be plur? Respect those around you for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyone that you're meeting, respect them and be nice to them and don't be rude to them. Period. We're all there for the same reason to listen to the music, to be with their friends. And I feel like we're meeting a new person. Like there's no need to be rude. There's no need to like not want to be nice to them yeah take care of each other too yeah yeah i think what a lot of people get wrapped up in is um things like the way that they see life and their perspective but like what you should realize is going and going to festivals and raves is that you know you're going to something that like everyone had like the community keeps an open mind for Mm -hmm. everything right and so you want to go in with an open mind you don't want to like be closed off to all the different perspectives of other people because then you're only going to prefer those things and i feel like that's what leads a lot of those people astray is that they're so in their own like way of life that they just don't see anyone else's way of life as okay and i think a lot of people in the community a lot of the majority of people that go to raves do kind of get the like the open perspective and Mm -hmm. they do respect other people but there are still some people a small handful of people who don't so yeah i feel like that's yeah that's an important thing just respect others and um Treat them the way that you want to be treated, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a lot of new ravers out there mm-hmm. that just don't understand the community. And again, it goes by like there's not spreading players. So mm-hmm. they don't even understand like how to act a specific way or they don't they don't get it. But that's because they don't know. And yeah. it's not like it's not their fault. And yeah. there's not enough like um there's not enough information out there when it comes to like raves. Mm-hmm. It's still a small community. Yeah. So yeah. the new ravers that do come in, like there's not much. That's why like when the videos that we post, like they actually look at those as informational uh, yeah. value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like for me too, plur is forget about the acronym that it is for a second. It's a concept of like a, a good energy, a good vibe. Like when I go, I'm not thinking, oh, yeah, how can I be peaceful, loving, and respectful, and, like, unity with everybody around me? No, I'm just going and, mm-hmm. like, cool. I'm just going to have this energy that's open and accepting, and automatically, if you can be opening and accepting, like, what, what you were talking about, peace, love, unity, and respect all comes right with it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Keep the, uh, keep the player going, okay? 
<laughs> What's the any other questions? Oh, that we have? and then the second question. Oh, I actually had a thought that I wanted to say one more thing, if yes. I can. Sure. Oh, go ahead. When, when it comes to plur, um, do you guys know if plur is an Americanized thing? Oh, yes. for sure. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's why American raves are hated on yes. like crazy. The amount of comments that I get from your yeah. sorry. But I'm She's going not. to <laughs> not sorry. But the amount of comments that, you know, not just me, but like all of my friends, oh, from um, European ravers, what are you guys doing? Like, why are you guys like dressing like that? Why are you wearing you guys are acting like children, wearing those bracelets and dressing like that? Like, what is this plur? You guys don't know what real raves are. Or we're just like It's literally this is the thing I said before about like they're stuck in their own world of like what what that is. You know, you oh, gotta yeah. be respectful of other people's yeah. perspective. Yeah. It's also yeah. different parts of the world too. So like yeah. we Americans, we just like to over exaggerate yeah. a lot of things, which is nothing wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, it's not like we're, we're going around fun. hating on Europeans no. saying like you're you guys it's like expression. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's self-expression, literally, mm. and that's the way we want to self-express. But a lot and of people just okay. see it as weird. They see it as weird as cringe. Yeah. But I mean like we're yeah, not bothering so, uh, anybody. No, exactly. Yeah. We're yeah. like in our own moment. I feel like it, it goes back to like, they just don't understand because I've gotten questions. So uh, the content that I make is like, you know, rave dad content. I've had so many people be like, what's a rave dad? What's a rave mom? Mm -hmm. Like they don't have some of these characters that we have, like, the, like, you know, taking care of your friends. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I'm not saying it's because they don't. I'm just saying like they don't have a specific like just different terms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't have the rave mom or the rave dad, the wook, the mm -hmm. what have you. Um, like they do over there or yeah. like they do here over there. It's just, I guess like in a way, and this is a guess here, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, like raves over there in Europe is just a concert. It's like the yeah, equivalent yeah. of a concert. Cause they don't dress up like we do. They just go in normal clothes. Um, so I feel like sometimes when Americans go to <clears throat> European festivals, we stand out because we're like in full on rave mm -hmm. gear. Yeah. I mean, I think it just spoils, a lot of it just spoils down to like, like you could relate this just to culture in general. Yeah. Like mm. different cultures have different customs, you know, and just because like one culture does it differently than another doesn't make it wrong yeah. for either of those things. That's just how that culture was raised. That's just their tradition. Yeah. I just you know? don't understand why we get so much hate for it. Yeah, I would say because a lot of uh, people who are out of the country, they grew up on EDM versus like us. You, We kind of grew up on hip hop. We grew up and yeah. then we slowly migrated our way into EDM. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you grow up with with EDM, like you don't see it as such a unique thing. It's like, oh, it's just music. Yeah. So I'm going to go to a concert and see yeah. music. Like I made a video on it and I had a lot of comments tell me like, that's why. Because mm -hmm. it's like, we grew up on it. Like there's nothing that's, special about it. Mm -hmm. That's a really, that's really that's good. A, that's like a really that. great way of yeah. putting it. Like I'm thinking about it now. It's like, I feel like festivals, raves. It's like embodiment for America, American raves. I feel like it's an embodiment of a personality. It's an embodiment of self-expression, an embodiment of like going back to our earlier topic, plur, mm -hmm. where again, Europe is, this is just music. It's I'm just, just normal. Mm -hmm. It's normal yeah, for them. This is my everyday. Yeah. 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 Mm. Some food for thought. Plur. Plur. So what were those other questions? Um, and then the other question that uh, Wonton has was, are you guys going to Lost in Dreams? And who are you excited to see? Um, I yes. 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 We are so going to Lost in Dreams. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Like, so I'm, excited. We need I'm a squad very, pick for sure. Dude, for yeah. sure. We don't I'm, have one. I'm really, really excited for Lost in Dreams because this will be my first Lost in Dreams. And um, it's my, I melodic dubstep is my top yes. tier favorite like High genre. Five. Like, Yes, I'm a. No, no, no. <laughs> I got you. I want one. 
<laughs> Air five. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, dubstep top favorite for sure. But when you can yeah. add in melodic like vibes and energy, I'm I'm for I I grew up in a pop punk era, mm-hmm. so like you know giving me that that you know some lyrics is it makes me happy. Yeah, makes me happy. I'm most excited to see Sip. <laughs> I'm yes. just kidding. Um, I'm joking. I'm most no. excited to see Crystal Skies again because I fucking love Crystal Skies. But also smaller artists like Awakened and If Found and also Hello World. I'm very, very excited. Mm. Again, haven't really looked at the lineup <laughs> since this came happened. out. So I'm just excited. <laughs> I'm excited for Kayvon because Kayvon released a new Pashmina. And every time there's a new... So the way I work is when I see a lineup... I look at the days and I see which pashmina that I have for the artist that's on the lineup so I can wear it. If I have no pashmina on the lineup, time to get a new pashmina. So Kayvon has a new pashmina for his new album. Um, I'm not promoting it, but I love you, Kayvon. Um, but I'm excited for Kayvon because I'm going to be wearing that pashmina. Fuck I'm yeah. practicing flowing to Kayvon. Yeah. And it's my first Lost in Dreams. I did not even know that festival existed. It just started mm. last year. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. fresh. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'm not fresh. Dumb, but I think I'm most excited for Kayvon as well. I, I haven't seen Kayvon live yet. Unless I have and Set I didn't know sky. it. We have. Well, and said this guy. But, okay, yeah. That's we yeah, saw Kayvon. We, have, we, we also saw Kayvon at uh, Countdown with Larry and Chove. That Yes. Oh, you're, you're, you're right. I've seen Kayvon before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like, Where was from, I? From, you were not with us. <laughs> for, I think you were trying to make it to that, that, that stage and then I don't think you made it. Or you were in VIP. I don't remember. For me, when it comes to like artists and what uh, artists and whatnot, like until I look you up on my own time, I'm not like oh my god, super excited. Like I'll enjoy your music when I'm at a festival or a show, mm. but like you, I'm also there for the vibes with my friends and whatnot. So I'm only half paying attention to the music. Yeah. Um, because I, I really enjoy being able to like sit down at home or in my car or whatever and like really pay attention to the, all the the different layers of a song and yeah. a track and an, a full album. So Same. until I like listen, listen to an artist, I, I, I won't be like, Oh my God, I'm really seeing them today. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like to, I like to just be surprised. They have, I'm like, Oh, look at someone's oh. playing. I really want to see them. <laughs> have you guys like ever discovered a new artist at a festival? Like you didn't even try to see them or oh, you yeah. didn't even yeah. know you were going to see them. And then like you see them and you're like, Whoa. And then you look them up All and the then I'm like, yeah. they're your favorite yeah. fucking set to see. All yeah. the time. Mine. Well, Ben Nicky's been around for a long time, but when I just randomly came across his set at EDC, I had so much fun. The hard style vibes. I love it. Mm, you know, okay. I, I think Larry also talked about Ben Nicky before he was. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's such same a thing. fun set. Found him and he was like, dude, this guy, this guy fucks. Yeah. <laughs> so Tough, So Cute. I saw them uh, yesterday. Did not even try to see Wait, them. Wait, who? So they're called So Tough, So Cute. They're literally two uh, hot, like, bitches. And I think they're dating. But oh, I've heard. I think I've heard of them. They're so cute. And, like, they perform on stage. They act all sexy. But, like, they have one track out on Spotify. And they had, like, a good time slot, too. Mm-hmm. But their entire set was a mix of, like, old music with drum and bass and Ooh. then some like bass house oh, i like it I already was going crazy and then i try to find a set online they don't have anything online yet oh, oh. so, so they're, they're still like new yeah i was gonna dm them and ask if i could like um get a link to like one of their sets because like drum and bass they perform at edc to be honest but drum and bass kind of cool i'm a big drum and bass head so i love that already Bing. I was literally listening to uh, I was listening to uh, Faint uh, Coven and Muzzy on the way here. Song they did. I'm a big Faint fan. Been watching Faint or listening to Faint since uh, high school. 
Whoa. I know. I really want him to come perform here, but he's a UK producer. So I think he performs a lot over there. In high school, what year was that? 2012. 2011, 2012. I was 12 years old. I know. We've been over this. I know. I love saying it all the time. Sorry. Sorry. How old is I? I think I was you're probably freshman. 12, 13, yeah, freshman. You're probably oh freshman. Yeah. I have a question. I have a question just because we were on the topic of like European and then like uh, European ravers or DJs, ravers, whatever. Is there an artist that doesn't ever perform here that you wish would just come here? Like like a European raver who doesn't come to the States or an uh, East Coast uh, DJ that just doesn't come to California? Like, Faint. <laughs> No, I, mm. surprise. I, I mean, like, I know Martin Garrix doesn't perform yes. here a lot. I'm so excited to see him at Escape. Yeah, I'm telling you. Orlando and Escape, you guys. Yeah, I'm so excited I'm, to see I'm, Martin I'm, Garrix again. Laser So this is from William Gates. He asked, what do you think about Modestep's tweet about EDM influencers ruining the culture? So basically, Modestep tweeted, EDM influencers are destroying the culture. What makes do you guys me, think about that? Makes me kind of sad because I know Modestep. I've met him and he's a really nice guy. And I'm pretty sure when I met him, he knew I made content too. So to be fair, not though, taking it, not wait, taking is it he personally. A big, is he a big you know. DJ? Yeah. He's a DJ mm. for Disciple. Okay. Yeah. So if he's yeah. a big DJ, let me just say, I had met a smaller DJ um, at Ilfest. His name's Prosecute. And I had put one of his songs in my playlist and he had DM me. He thanked me for putting a song in his playlist because it boosted him. And then he was at Ilfest. Didn't know he was going to be there. He saw me from the crowd. He waved to me. He came up to me. And the first thing he had said, he was like, Dude, thank you, one, like for putting my song on your playlist, um, because uh, I just want you to know that we smaller DJs, we respect your content yeah. creators because you have so much value in bringing us up and getting our music out there. So yeah. he's a big DJ and he's saying that he's not that he's spoiled, but like, yeah, he worked for what he has. But a lot of smaller artists don't have that privilege yeah. of getting their music out there. Because I've gotten a message from Fairlane. He thanked me. For like boosting up his yeah, streams on Spotify. They love it. Yeah. I will say this, and I'm I'd like to play devil's advocate and kind of defend mode step here. I'm sure he's not like hating on the pauses that we do bring. Mm-hmm. He's probably just thinking about the negatives. And like I full I personally don't fully understand. I know we've all talked about this before, yeah. but it's just like because we do have that power of influence, we do bring in a lot of new um people people into the uh, you know rave culture the edm culture and this goes back to our earlier topic with plur mm-hmm. it's bringing a very large amount of people into to raving because for a lot of people it's supposed to be like that magical getaway yeah and now it's like become mainstream and then there's just so many contrarian people who are just like i just don't want to be a part of the mainstream thing yeah, but why yeah. should we gatekeep it you know like, we yeah. shouldn't we no, absolutely exactly. should not i just feel like then it's our job to teach the new people about plur and the culture yeah. um just tell them what we were about basically mm-hmm. and teach them like there is something here that you have to accept and you have to be a part of if you're going to be with us i'm it's not a click clicky but um <laughs> we're not yeah, a click. you can only be we, in the club you, if you're you can't sit with us, <laughs> <laughs> sit with us. Well, but there's a lot of pros and cons with this yeah. and there are like creators out there who just promote like nothing but drugs and there's nothing wrong with that however that it gives a bad i'm on the must um, you're you're a comedic value though and, like and you're making comedic skits you know like you're not like yeah i mean to be fair I, i've only ever made content off of my experience and my perspective of like what yeah. i've been through in yeah. the community and mm-hmm. relating to this 
a lot of other people, that's probably where a lot of other people are coming from too. When they yeah. say that they, when they say that EDM creators are, are ruining the community and everything, it's because it's different from their perspective of what the community is and means to them. Right? What do you think about when people say, oh, all you ever do is make videos about, you know. About rapes? No, no, no about oh. substances. About pre-workout? Yeah, about uh, pre-workout. About pre-workout? <laughs> yeah, so like, I know we always get like comments saying, oh, why are you, thanks for like, you know, to always talking about it. And like, they, it's just. Yeah, so the way the way that I see that is, um, I mean, first off, I stopped like responding to comments like that mm-hmm. just because it, it never gets anywhere. People are going to have their own opinions about what they think is is right and what isn't right. Um, again, I only ever make content off of my own experiences. Obviously, I'm not an angel. I've you know done stuff, but um, if I didn't make content on that or things that I thought was funny in the rave community, that would be doing myself in my opinion that would be doing myself a disservice because it wouldn't feel authentic to me and my experiences i'm gonna actually hop off on that thought too it's just like the the content i choose to make everything i want to make is about being genuine being authentic being real and relatable you know so yeah it's a big not not a big part but a portion of the rave culture is going to have a good time um taking pre-workout and you know there's gonna (laughs) be people who are gonna be upset about that but it's just like I'm not going to pretend that's not a part of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like it is a part of mm-hmm. it. If I didn't, that'd just be lying to everybody. It's like, it's all sunshine and rainbows. It's, yeah. it's not always. It's not. Yeah. And no, and no hate to, also to like creators that do decide to only, to only like to take that route and mm-hmm. like not talk about those things. Mm-hmm. Again, everything is based off oh, yeah. of like your experience, experience your perspective, exactly. Exactly. what yeah. you want to do. I'm, when I make videos like that, I'm not speaking for everyone in the community, you know? And I, I think that's where a lot of people get mixed up is that's, they immediately think that. Yeah. They immediately think that like, I'm just assuming that like everyone else is doing this or like I'm, I'm trying to influence other people to do this too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know it's like you have to take an extra step to get there and to have like the maturity to know like, oh, you know, you take you take this video that like has however many views with a grain of salt. But like, it's just my experience. Yeah, I'm just yeah. making fun of my own experience. Mm-hmm. Because I, think- um, I also got a comment saying, you know how we talked about in the first episode about like being sober and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of comments saying that we were judgy on our part. No, not at all. Um, and then I got a comment saying, well, you should know that pre-workout's part of it's integrated in our culture so you shouldn't judge people for doing that we weren't it's just a matter of fact that like yes we do get anxiety sometimes because i've had an instance at edc where someone literally was facing down on the floor mm-hmm. and they weren't moving medics had to come up to that guy give him the narcan and he still wasn't moving yeah. so yes i do get anxiety because I, I'm worried like, yeah. about the people. Yeah. You can't just like, you can't expect us to ignore everything that happens around us. Yeah. You can't discredit her experience just like you can't discredit, yeah. you know, my experience or Nan's or friends. Mm-hmm. It's like, and also like, let, let's also not forget here too, that it goes both ways. Like we literally get comments on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Like, Why are you promoting pre-workout? And then we say the opposite. And then someone is like, well, pre-workouts ingrained in our, you know, culture. Mm-hmm. It's make like, it make sense. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. nothing we ever make sense. Yeah. It's like what well, every time we talk about one thing, we're like, they always judge us. And then we talk about the opposite of like the other side and they judge us. It's like, where do we stand? What do we do? Yeah. So, I mean, well, I, I think like, uh, you know, we we should take all the comments with a grain of salt yeah. again. 
like uh, most important thing at the end of the day is like we are being authentic to mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. yeah and i don't think like there's no need to like get we're all worked up about it and everything yeah. again everyone's gonna have their own opinions about stuff i mean <laughs> you literally look at my facebook real comments like <laughs> i don't even look at them anymore because <laughs> there are literally people talking like literally people arguing about the difference between cracked out like between someone on I'm not even going to mention them. Yeah, people are arguing over the definition of cracked out. <laughs> it's like what? so. Just yeah. just to just to iterate iterate all of that. Like we're not judging. Like yeah. do what you want. Be safe. Have a good time. And like you know, don't discredit other people's experiences. Because like just my quick story, I I get anxiety too whenever I go to a festival and like there's too many people not doing okay because. Yeah. Keep in mind, I want to take care of my friends. I I choose to like be what we call a rave dad or rave mom or whatever. Where what is a rave dad, rave mom? It's it's the person in the group who wants to take care of everyone. Like, you know, they, they, they're the one in the group always trying to make sure everyone's hydrated. Everyone's like not overheating, giving everyone, everyone they, what they need. And also, you know, like giving them some stimulation so that they're like feeling good and the that their their pre-workout is is making them tumble in a in a pleasant way. Mm-hmm. Um where but it's not too dry. <laughs> <laughs> but like I've had to go to the medical tent, not for myself, but I've had to take friends to the medical tent. And the things that I saw in there, I don't wish anyone to ever have to see that because it's it's actually terrifying. It's actually terrifying yeah. to see people strapped it. down to a table, like full cross-eyed, screaming, like freaking out that someone's coming to get them. And like I was sober. Okay, I was drinking, but I was sober and I was like, I I can't. I can't. Yeah. So it's, it's tough. Yeah, we can't help but, you know, feeling that way because if it's around us, mm-hmm. yeah. it's not like you could ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. The goal the goal is to make sure that no one has to go there, but you know, if someone needs to go there, we're going to take them there, make sure everyone's safe, go home. Yeah. All that jazz. Yeah. So the other part of this question is is being an EDM rave influencer inherently bringing people into the community who come for the wrong reasons, don't understand plur or the social dynamic of raves as well as instigating violence? I'm sorry, I say that all one more time. That was a lot. It was a lot. (laughs) Okay. Um, Is being an EDM rave influencer inherently bringing people into the community who come for the wrong reasons, don't understand plur, or the social dynamic of raves as well as instigating violence? How do you guys feel like it would instigate violence? I don't know if it instigate violence. That's the only one I I can't fully agree with. Like. It's a a good topic to talk about, but in terms of instigating violence, I don't see it that way yeah um yeah i i I think well i think in in response to all of that um anyone that is coming into the community like from our content or from seeing like a video on tiktok about raving or whatever don't base your entire experience or what you should do off of like one or two tiktok videos that you see from us you know like you know we've, we've been doing this for a while like I, the first thing I always say to anyone that is new at raving is do your research, mm-hmm. talk to friends that have been to festivals, friends have, that have been to events. Um, and yeah, don't, don't take anything that don't think anything that like any EDM creator or any creator in general, like says on the internet, like don't take that for like, it's how it is. Yeah. For yeah. how yeah. it is, you know, I mean, it's like, it's 15 seconds. Yeah. It's 15 seconds. Everything of, yeah. we post just based on our own experience yeah. and what we went through. And I can't, so. none of us can show you the years of, of raving, yeah. the things we've learned. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Some of the shitty things we've probably done, the, yeah. the lessons we've had to learn good and bad mm-hmm. can't show all of that in 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. And basically when it comes to like 
this whole pre-workout thing, test your stuff. Yes, oh, yeah. please. Yeah. Rave safe. Yeah. You can Check do it. Check the description. It. Yeah. We will, we will put like... Um, yeah, I'll put, I'll put the umbrella project. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah especially the, if you go out of state too. Had yeah. some bad experiences out of state and getting things from out there. Cause like you don't know. It's different out there. Yeah. 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 Planning, you don't, you barely know the people too. So it's like, do you trust them? Do you not always test your shit? Yeah. yeah. Raving safe is probably like, that's, I, I would say, the one rule like throughout that will mm. always, uh, always apply yeah. first. Hey, this is what I said in the first episode work hard, play hard, but play safe. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. wait, or was it work hard, play harder, but play safe? About the same to me. <laughs> and then what do you think about people going into festivals for the wrong reasons? Well, those reasons being what? Yeah, I was about to say. Escapism. What is, see, mm. okay, I can. First of all, escapism uh, is something a lot of, it's a, it's, a, it's a term in psychology where people choose to do something to like, escape all their problems they just don't want to think about anything so they find the thing and you can find escapism in anything like drinking uh, uh going to parties clubs. uh clubs uh, even a relationship like like escapism can be seen in any way shape or form so that being said in my mind i don't think escapism is bad mm-hmm. but when you take it too far when you take it way too far where the rest of your life is life life is just completely your miserable hair is now out. <laughs> <laughs> sorry when when the rest of your life becomes completely miserable because now you can only see happiness and joy in that one like out you know that yeah. one place of escapism instead of facing your problems head on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is something obviously you know everyone in the scene is adults and uh everyone's got their baggage being adult is hard and it's it's a process and i understand that people want to go into raves because they want to escape that but then when they're out of it and they're back to reality they're suddenly like oh i can't wait to the next festival yeah. mm-hmm. because i don't want to deal with this right now yeah that kind of causes depression in a sense yeah. when people mm-hmm. call it post-rape yeah, depression it's almost it's like, like an addiction oh yeah yeah it, be- it becomes depression. a cycle it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very toxic cycle yeah and again, we're not we're not hating on escapism. Like to each their own. Like it is a very normal thing to be, like work super hard or live. Maybe you have circumstances in your life that you're like, you know what? I need this escape. I mm-hmm. need this little positive outlet. Totally okay. But yeah, I can speak at least for myself. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna speak for the rest of them too. Yeah. Well, like we want you to in like be happy all the time in your own life, and that takes growth. That takes like you know taking care of yourself. So you're just like you know what. I get to go and like do my thing, have my life. And then I also get to go to a rave because it's, it's an evo- elevation. It's an yeah. elevation of the life I'm living instead of, oh, this is my only joy. Yeah. yeah. Be- you- go ahead, sir. Oh, because from my experience, when I first started raving, I was in this very, I was just like in this really deep hole of wanting to go to raves because it was the only happiness I had. And that's what was toxic because I was like, oh, that's only my only source of happiness. Mm-hmm. My own life wasn't happy. I was like depressed as mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. Um, and then I started to grow up and then realize like I can't depend on that my whole life because eventually like, I'm going to slow down for festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not going to be my life. I need to get my shit together. So yeah. you, should, you should always have multiple sources of happiness. Exactly. Yeah. Multiple sources of income, multiple sources of everything is a really fucking good thing. Mental yeah. health first, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the uh, therapeutic session that we're having. Um, find happiness and joy in yourself, not in others or in festivals or in money or in jobs. 
find it in yourself and then you will always be happy. Yes, self-love yes. is everything. <laughs> and I think this is a really good thing, especially for the younger ravers out there, because I know when I was a younger raver, I didn't really think about a lot of those things until I grew up. Mm-hmm. And as Mickey said, you know, being an adult is hard, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of struggles that a lot of people are going with uh, through. Everyone has their own baggage. So um, prioritize your mental health first and reward yourself. Uh, I mean, everyone deserves to have fun. Everyone deserves to have a break from their life, but don't use don't use raving as your yeah your main way of escape, mm-hmm. as your main way of yeah your only source of happiness. You know, it just have multiple sources of happiness. Yeah, invest yeah. in multiple sources. It wouldn't. Of it just it just invest wouldn't serve in yourself. You. Yeah, it just it just wouldn't serve you to to have um, raving be your only form of happiness because. Well, let's be real. It's expensive. It is <laughs> it's very, expensive. very expensive. That's an, that's true. That's another. Yeah, it's a good reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at your sock right now, and I see a giant hole in the side. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, just to make things a little bit lighter, um, what's the craziest thing you guys ever seen at a rave? <laughs> well, we we kind of went over this in the last. Yeah, we one, did, didn't we? we? Yeah. But since you just came from a festival, was a crazy did you see you anything crazy? <sighs> Let me think. Probably the white pearly gates after you hit your head, huh? The what a what a what a what a who? <laughs> Come again? Wait, say it again? Wait, what? <laughs> the the pearly white gates because, you know, you hit your head so hard you had a near-death experience. Oh, no, I think the tarantula was probably my near-death experience. <laughs> no, I'm used to getting hit and pushing, and I, I kind of like it. So it's like, when I, when I, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know why you're surprised. This is, yeah. this is what Britain talks like this all the time. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah I, I, I get a lot of my aggression in, in like the heavy dubstep music and going hard and going crazy. But I don't think there's really anything that crazy. It's just more unique how they had fucking real artists that were painting. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. You know, Coachella does that too. Yeah, really? they mm-hmm. do live. Well, I don't know if they do like like live artists. But no, they, they do. Have, I was oh, there they at Coachella. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I mean, I know they have like really like they have these giant like art monuments and everything, art pieces yeah. that they bring in that are new each year. Yeah. And so I've always thought that's really cool. Uh, I know a lot of people hate on Coachella, especially in the raving community. But I will say Coachella. I mean, yeah, it's it's for a more general audience um, across you know different genres of music, mm-hmm. you know, like hip hop and. Yeah, and indie and stuff like that. But um, I will say that like one of the really cool things about Coachella is that they have that, and it it, it yeah. is an arts and music festival. Oh, Coachella, oh Coachella, arts and oh, music yeah, festival too, yeah. through and through. Like that. Like if if we could go to Coachella in February, got like March, oh, March. I Isn't really, it four days too? It's four days. It's I don't know if I could do four days. But I, no, no, trust me, you could do four days at this. I could, but uh, you know, I'm gonna pay for it after. <laughs> Surprisingly, I don't think you will. Oh, so there's morning yoga. Yes, I know. I fucking love yoga. Oh my God. Sorry. All right. Well, we'll try. We'll try Okeechobee this year. Ne- or sorry, next year. Yeah, maybe you can fall. You can fall in love at Okeechobee. Oh, it is an art. Speaking of falling in love, uh, I have a pressing question for all of you. Um, what would you say is the proper way to approach a rave bay at a festival, or just someone you find attractive? What's a rave bay? For the people who don't know, what is a rave bay? So a rave bay is someone that you link with at a festival who uh, maybe you have an attraction to them or whatever. And it's kind of like, you know, they're your uh, date. They're your date for the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I actually look at something different. What do you see as a rape bay? So, is? so I mean, you everyone knows what a bay is, you know, before yeah. anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the idea of a rave bay is like a, this does go back into the whole escapism mindset and whatnot. It's just like this is the person that they're your full on relationship. Like it's not like oh yeah we're flirting. No, no, no. Like for this night, for the duration of this night, you are essentially my my partner. And obviously, you know, with respect and consent and boundaries and whatnot, enjoy. You're in e-love that was oh, very, absolutely no yeah absolutely. E-love. i have such a different just, take on it to be honest i just want to say that was a very nand way to, dis- to describe <laughs> a, a rave bay i was just going for the general definition so what would what would you describe e-love as would i describe e-love yeah, as? yeah what would you guys describe e-love you mean as? pre-workout love pre-workout love yes p-love <laughs> p-love i was like just falling in love with that person in the moment because of um, just like, your surroundings you yeah feel. because of how you the, feel the your, your feelings are more intense than usual so that's yeah. why you feel present. love exactly yeah i think it's going to like prime like you're, you're going to like your primal self of mm-hmm. just like i'm just gonna go with the emotion i'm feeling right now yeah. and not feel judged for it yeah I just responding to feelings like I'm I'm big on emotions emotions are long lasting well emotions are long lasting things in our brains yeah feelings are fleeting but when you're having a rave bay moment when you're like it's that in that moment of like you're feeling this type of way and being able to respond to it because well we're all feeling this this e-love rave bay moment okay well okay so wait going back to the original question though like what would you guys say is the appropriate way to approach someone if you were interested in them at a festival as a girl maybe like a guy just like compliments my outfit or like i like your vibe do you want to dance mm-hmm. consent consent please yeah. consent please do not touch yes. me without telling me do not touch me absolutely like do not come behind me and grab me <laughs> don't do it consent mm. but as a guy well, I mean, I would, I would definitely say across the board, it's definitely, a, a, it's not as common uh, for girls to approach the guys at yeah. festivals. Um, It'd be appreciated. But it does happen. It does happen. Actually, I, I will go. So EDC last year in October, um, I had uh, two different girls uh, come up to me at different times. Uh, that night i'm not trying to flex or anything okay guys. um so but like no, no but like it was it they were different they were different like ways that they like did it there was like a right way and a wrong way like clearly Ooh. so the first the first one that that did uh i forgot where we were at it was earlier in the night but we were um at the circuit grounds and i like kept making eyes with this this girl and um I think one of someone in her group like knew she, or who we were or something, and he so he came up to me first, um, and then uh, they were talking to like some of the other people in our group, and then right before they left, she came up to me and she was just like, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know, like you're really handsome," and then and then she and I and then I said, "Oh, thank you so much. Like I think you're really cute," and then that was it. And then we, you know they they were going to like their own thing and we were staying there, so it didn't go any you know further than that. Then later, I think it was the next day. It was the next day uh, we were also at Circuit Grounds. Um, and I think you were with me when this happened. Probably. But um, we I'm were like. Usually your main rape bay. That's true. <laughs> and is. Duh. Um, hey. So, <laughs> all the bridge. Uh, we didn't know you yet. We're, okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. We didn't meet until the third day. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The throuple yeah. didn't start until recently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were at this, the Circuit Grounds sign. And we were just like kind of. I think we were waiting for uh, the rest of our group to, to get to us. And um, yes. there I was like standing there and I had my shirt off because it was kind of hot. 
and there was no he just um, wanted to flex and i just i i remember I, I like looked back to see if like i could find our group and there was this girl who was standing like not too far from us and she was just like like kind of staring at me and I, like I, I noticed her staring at me and like i kind of acknowledged that like i saw her and then i just turned back and then i was kind of just like doing my thing and then i looked back again and she was right behind me <laughs> so and scary she, and, she was, and then and i'm just like this and she she goes hi Oh my god! And I was like, I'm like, hey, and she's just like, you're cute. And I was like, thanks. And she's like, you want to dance? And I'm like, um, no, it's I'm I'm okay, thank you. Like, I mean, and and the thing was, is like, she actually was like kind of cute. I just it was just kind of weird, like the way that she a weird approach. Did it. Yeah. yeah, it was it was just yeah. I I think that's like what took me aback yeah. a little bit. And so um, I think also just like yeah, respecting like. Uh, boundaries and reading body language yeah that's mm-hmm. imp- that's super important i was about to say like yeah. knowing how to read the room how to read the body language share an energy like the way i go about it i'm like i'm not looking for a rave bay but like if someone's headbanging having a good time just vibing to the energy the music's yeah, good don't i'm gonna do the same thing i'm gonna just vibe and energy and yeah if there happens to be like a, a connection between two people like or, or even a group of people where there's just like a vibe of energy go for it that's that's yeah in my mind that's my way of asking mm-hmm. for consent if you're mm-hmm. willing to like vibe with me yeah well then that means you're cool with me coming to at least get closer like yeah, yeah. i'm not i'm not here to touch you i'm here to break my fucking neck yeah <laughs> and also off of that like if if you see someone like headbanging and having a good time and like they're in their their own world like don't go up and tap them and yeah. like absolutely them, like, them be, they want to they like let them yeah, yeah until dude. you know they're kind of oh like God, chilled this out this happened to me just headbang, headbang with them. Like more than likely, they'll be cool with you. Like headbang. Yeah, wait till you make eye contact with them, and then no, like um, when I, I forgot what fast I was at Beyond. I think it was Narco back to back Crystal Skies. I had my passion. I was vibing by myself. This guy who was on pre workout comes up to me, and he, he scared me because he just like popped out of nowhere. He's like, "Hey, you want to dance?" And I was like. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, no, I'm okay. Thank you. Textbook chat. Yeah. No, no, no. But then he look, he actually looks at me and he's like, you make those TikToks. And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, okay. And then he runs away. He just ran away after I just said, yeah. You got nervous. I know. I felt bad. You definitely got nervous. I, I love felt- making people nervous. Ooh. Power move. <laughs> it's her bread and butter. Yeah. And honestly, tracing back, I think us, females we should really approach anyone we fucking want if we if we see someone on the floor if you want something go fucking get it like straight up like don't be scared like awake let me just let me nan's like i'm moving in his head nan's like yes no here no i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna teach you girls how to approach a guy at a festival i'm gonna put this pashmina on oh okay so what i do i only approach people with all she's all she's letting us know right now is like if you get whatever they want if you want it, yeah, you could get whatever you want. Fuck yeah. So, so let's say a guy has a pashmina or a girl has a pashmina. I'll just go up to them and be like, I love your pashmina. You look so cute in your pashmina. They'll be like, thank you. And I'll just ask them. I was like, where did you get this pashmina from? Ask them a little question. I have a girlfriend. Oh. oh okay, no worries. Um, is she is she here today? No, 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 no. no Does she no. want to join us? No, exactly. 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 He'll be like, yes. I'll be like, well, are you guys like open to like, like, like kind of meet her. Are you guys open? In Such it? a friend thing. And then he'll be like, no. And I'll be like, okay, oh, like, I didn't like say no. no. Oh, she's not like where's she at? Uh, uh, 
Yes. <laughs> he's, he's flustered. He's so you got flustered. him flustered. Are you going to get drink at the bar? Let me get you guys a drink. I'll get you both a drink. I got Aww. you guys. Yeah, you got to be the, I mean, because I like girls too, so you have to be the man sometimes, like straight up. But like, and then if I'll, obviously I'll read the fucking room and then if they, if they, if they vibe and I'll be like, you want to dance? And then they'll dance. And then, then they start throwing my fucking ass back. And yeah. then they're always like, I've never got, I've never granted before to dubstep. I'm like, Welcome to the new world. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, that's my, that's my signature. I think we should all fucking grind to dubstep. Love <laughs> yeah. it. I love it. Put that on a poster. <laughs> grind, grind to, to dubstep. It. Yes. <laughs> it's the new thing. Yeah. <laughs> Ray base, man. Yeah. I think, I think across the board, like, re- read, read body language, read the vibes, and, you know, and be respectful. Yeah. Yes, respect. Don't forget the R in plur. Respect. <laughs> On the topic of respect brings me to a Pashmina thought. Uh oh. On the thought of respect, I understand this shit's annoying. I'm I'm not a fan clacker, but I have a friend who is, and every time like she clacks her fan. And someone and someone like turns around and like looks at her type of way. I go clack it harder, clack this shit harder. Because one, she's they're far away. Like that, the man who break like, your fan. <laughs> yeah, well, like literally break your fan. Do your thing. Because she's, I can see her. She's like having fun. She's like, and, like she's like she's not hurting anyone. There's no one around her. This man's like a couple feet away, giving her the dirty ass look, and then he's like tapping his friends, and like they try to be rude to you. If we're all about plur and respect. Yes, you could be annoyed by it and you could say something if it's in your fucking ear, if it's, you know, if it's hurting you, if it's like, I don't know how to fucking word it, but if someone is clocking their fan and they're not even in your vicinity, like, why would you be rude to them? Why would you approach it in a rude and disrespectful way? And the internet, I feel like, makes such a big uh, deal about it in the sense of like, fuck fan clackers or like, they shouldn't exist. And it's like, to the point of it being annoying, yes, I get it, but also plur, you know? Yeah. I feel question like, mark. <laughs> I feel like to play the devil's advocate, I feel like people hate and are annoyed by it because sometimes they're over overstimulated. So the noise of it is constantly annoying and sometimes it's offbeat. Because mm. like when you're trying to like enjoy the music and just be like in your own space and like you want the whole like zen moment and then you suddenly hear that shit. People get irritated. It's also it's also from because before fan clacking, it was whistles mm, and the ooh, ooh. yeah, the it's, it's, it's more so like just people. First of all, people who are just way too aggressive on the internet. That's just it is what it is. Yeah. Like, they're just always gonna be overly aggressive. But people also like, you know, they pay like three four hundred dollars to listen to this artist. And then having like yeah. someone offbeat whistle or offbeat, wha- 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 but, offbeat but also that plaque. person paid the same amount of money to fucking get into the festival. No, absolutely, absolutely. the same amount of money. Absolutely, but but again, like at least do it on beat. Well, I think. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. And, there, and there's a good balance too. I feel like there should be a good balance of like don't fucking clack your fan the whole time. But if oh you're doing yes, that's some, the problem. There are that's some the people who that's fucking the do that the whole yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. set. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, yeah. can you like shut up for a bit? This is my song. Yeah. yeah. Like, Shut up. That's yeah. the problem. I see. That. I have no issues with fan clackers. I really don't. Like it's it's a cool sound, but like if it's constant throughout the entirety of this set Just or be this mindful. song. Yeah. 
moderation everything moderation yeah. everything, everything in moderation. moderation i think it boils down again to like it's it's like different people's perspective of what is enjoyable to them at mm-hmm. the yeah. festival so some to so some people that's not enjoyable right mm-hmm. and like I, I i had a moment i think it was with you i every time i'm like i don't really i don't i'm like kind of ambivalent to to fan clackers but um i i do agree that it does get annoying when it's co- constant mm-hmm. or it's when it's right next to you yeah yeah i do think that's kind of annoying it's sometimes overstimulating like you're just like yeah exactly but i will say i i mean as someone who like you know brings brings fans to festivals every time like i've definitely clacked it like a couple times and i i remember like the feeling and i'm like yeah it's kind of fun yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like I, i'm just like i can see why people like yeah. doing it but at yeah you know, again at the same time like you still have to yeah, everything in moderation and you should still try to respect people around you. Yeah. And so again, like it's fine. Like I think it's fine if you do it a little bit, like whatever, you know, on a on a drop. Sometimes it's hype. Like, you know, but but don't do it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Definitely do it on beat. Like Yeah. <laughs> and mean. um it's just funny because sometimes I get people you get the comments being like, but then you don't like but then you love us when you get you want the fan and you're mm-hmm. hot, huh? Huh? So do you want it or not? Uh, and then people different, argue two different things. Yeah, yeah. People guys. argue like the completely like the different for purposes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you if you don't want it, just go to the up up to the person respectfully. Yes. Feel like, hey, can you please like not do that? Like right now, you can do it. Just like, can you like bring mm, yeah. it? Yeah. Bring it here. I just think you shouldn't be mean about it and approach it in an aggressive way because it, it erupts people the wrong way. And yeah. sometimes people are yeah. literally just having fun. And they could be off of fucking bean and just like having fun, and then like you'll you ruin their vibe. Like yeah. I get it, they ruined yours, but they're not aware. Like in that yeah. moment, sometimes they're really not aware. They can't yeah. read your mind. No, like they don't know who likes a fan clock and who doesn't. Like at the end of the day, it's fucking sound. Like yeah. yeah. So there's no right or wrong, just moderation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the tip. That's the tip of the night. The tip of the day is just like being aware of everything. Yeah. To all my to all my fan clackers out there, I mean, if you want to, mo- if you really want to care that much and like moderate it right after you clack your fan, fan maybe someone. go and fan some people. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, there a you go. that's a good balance. There but you go. Speaking speaking of like little tips, little tips that like you know, tip to be aware. Um, little rave dad moment that I I want to ask you guys is like, what is a tip that you would give someone going into the festival? Like, what's the first thing you'd want someone to do, or the first thing like in your personal mindset? What's the first thing people should think or do once they walk into a festival? For all the new ravers, since we talked about how we have so oh. many new new people coming in. Well, this is kind of like easy, but fill up your hydro bag the first time you walk in. <laughs> you need to stay hydrated. The first thing you should do is go to the bathroom, find a meetup spot, and then get your water. Yeah, and a little mm-hmm. tip too. If you go, um, if you're if you're early and you like go to one of the um, drink stands, uh, you can ask for a cup of ice. Put that in your hydro pack. Mm. It'll make your water taste five times better. Mm-hmm. I actually have something to say on that because there are some girls out there who don't like to wear hydro packs. I'm, I'm that bitch. I don't like to wear a hydro pack. It ruins my outfit. <laughs> I don't care. Um, but buy waters. <laughs> like if you're going to go full send, not wear a hydro pack, buy a water every half yes, hour and please. have a water in your hand at all times. Yeah, or just buy a couple. And then like if you have friends that are in your group who are like willing maybe they have some extra space in their bag just ask hey like can you can you hold on to this water for me or something a lot of a lot of times the hydro packs have like cup holders too on mm-hmm. the side too so i will actually extend on this tip because this is the tip i always give people is i mean granted you should probably bring your own electrolytes but if you don't have your own electrolytes first thing you could do go to the medical tent and you mm. can ask for electrolytes 
and they'll give you a little packet. And then for people like you who don't want to wear a hydro pack, you put that in your water bottle and now you have the amount of three waters already. So basically it'll make it so that like all the water that you drink mm-hmm. stays in your system longer. So yeah. you don't have to pee right away. Are those the liquid, like the liquid IV? Yeah, liquid like, IV is one of the brands. Because those are good too, because they have more than just like, you know, water. It's like also um, flavor. Uh, well, no, I mean, not just its flavor, but it has like nutrients mm-hmm. in it too. Mm-hmm. So like sustainability throughout the festival, like mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's smart, you know, yep. like. Especially it's, if you're on pre-workout, stay hydrated. See, not even just pre-workout, like in just general, because these festivals are like eight hours long. It's hot. <sighs> Especially these water during lines, these food lines, all these things. And like, you know, we're, we're all young and having fun. We forget to drink water. We forget to eat like, yeah, like, yeah. It mm-hmm. just getting getting overheated and dehydration is like the number one issue, in my opinion, at yeah. these festivals. I mean, that's how people have died, literally, at some yeah. of the festivals. So don't take uh don't take hydration for granted, guys. Yep. So yeah, that's the that's a your little tip of the day. Get them electrolytes when you walk in and water, just all the above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of being prepped for festivals are you guys excited for nocturnal which by the way by the time of, yeah. by the time this recording gets released it will probably ju- like nocturnal will probably just have passed but mm-hmm. yeah. i'm so excited i'll be spending my birthday at nocturnal Hell i'm also yeah. bringing five rave babies with me so it's their first <gasps> five. festival five Dang. i'm so excited you're Aggressive. like really gonna be i'm gonna be mom. rave mom mode but um it's gonna be a good time. Give Amanda so run for his money. Go to the house <laughs> of Plur Meetup. Good, definitely. Please, please give give me a run for my money, so I don't have to take care of so many people. <laughs> you know what? You know, what I just thought of. Um, I actually uh, have a question too about like what because I, I know a lot of people have been talking about like Glen Helen and mm. uh, Nocturnal, and uh, for those of you who don't know, for those of you who aren't in California, um, most of the SoCal events are at the NOS Center um, in San Bernardino. Um, but Nocturnal, which is also in San Bernardino, is at the Glen Helen Amphitheater, which is more of like a park ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wondering like what you guys thought was like the difference between those and like how also how like camping affects a festival, like if a festival offers camping versus staying in an Airbnb. I mean, Airbnbs are definitely more comfort for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm camping for the first time at Nocturnal and I'm terrified because I'm all about clean bathrooms. Yeah, I don't like camping. Uh, it's just not a preference of mine. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Mean, if you want to go to Okeechobee. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I will I will definitely say like as someone who camped at Coachella three years in a row, it it is a full experience, but um there are definitely a lot of things i think with staying in an airbnb or at a friend's place that just make that overall a more pleasant experience Mm -hmm. but i will say that i do feel uh genuinely like you get the full experience when you camp Mm -hmm. especially especially with coachella like i mean you you, it's literally a a tailgate like before Mm. the festival and we would literally play like we would like uh all have our campsites next to each other and we would like rent couches and stuff and like mm. have a grill and all that and we like set up a table and play beer dye for hours before mm-hmm. we went into the festival sometimes we'd even miss an artist because we were just like having so much fun having so much fun yeah. at our campsite so yeah i i really do think that like the the festivals that are worth camping at not edc honestly not edc is the ones that are like in a forest 
like mm. you're out in nature, like mm. Base Canyon's the one where you kind of have no choice. Yeah, or like Okeechobee. a wide field yeah. or like yeah. something. Like, Okeechobee is literally, Okeechobee's a city. Like it's in the middle of nowhere yeah. in Okeechobee. And then there's like um, Electric Forest, like mm. all the ones Lightning where like- in a bottle. Exactly, exactly. I think those are the ones that anyone should camp at. Personally, yeah. I have not camped at all of them, only at Okeechobee. And it was by far the best experience mm-hmm. of my life. Albeit also the most disgusting experience of my life. <laughs> it is, I'm in a tent. I'm sweaty. It's gross. You're There's, scaring me now. Oh no. Nah, don't be scared. I no, feel like scared. I feel like camping on a nocturnal will be. Will I'm be gonna fun. walk oh, to yeah, Jesse no. and Dustin's house and I'm going. So the perk, Shut up, Jesse and Dustin. <laughs> See, the perk, the perk of nocturnal, because I, I know this is like you know like EDC. You have to walk a pretty far distance just to get onto the the, the EDC grounds mm. for nocturnal. It's, it's literally right there. It's literally right next. Like. Like if I threw a football, it could probably land yeah. across. Wow. You see the close. tents like when you're walking in. Yeah. It's crazy. Like there's security at the fr- like saying, oh, do you have camping? You can't go in on the shoe. I also have a camping pass. Yeah. So in that case, is there stuff safe in like the tents at Nocturnal? I mean, don't bring a laptop. I f- yeah. Should I bring, feel a, like lock bring for, a lock? Bring a lock. Bring a lock. Absolutely. Bring a lock. Bring a lock. Yeah. Or like w- with uh, at Coachella, we would leave anything that was like super valuable in our cars and we'd lock our cars because you can do car camping. Good to know. Good camping tips, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But on the topic of tips. of tips, it's not a topic, but Just, <laughs> so many tips. Today. I know Vicky had a question. So if you guys want to leave a tip, you can leave a tip in our leave tips, guys. No, we want to we want to hear about all your guys' um experiences and, and, and yeah. tips yeah. for what, what you what works for you guys going to festivals and raves. But yeah, in terms of tips, like how do you prepare a new raver? For a festival ah uh, for a new raver this is what i always do for sure um make sure they're aware of the culture make mm-hmm. sure they're aware that this is going to be pretty magical but not in a, like a you know you're losing yourself kind of way and also have fun but you're not here to get fucked up mm-hmm. like like please don't rely on me to take care of you immediately mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like I, i've definitely been there i've had mm-hmm. friends who Oh yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going to get I'm going to die. I'm going to die I die on Friday. I'm going to like go super hard. I'm like no, yeah. no 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 like like have fun but don't like purposely try to get so messed up that I have to take care of you. Yeah, you yeah. also want to yeah. remember the festival too that's your yeah, first time. Yeah, it's your first time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like know know what you're getting and explore. Oh my god, explore. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. I I mean I was I was just going to say I always say that like I, I think my piece of advice is make sure you go with a good group and a group that you trust. Um, because I know from my first time that I ever did pre-workout and I uh, went to, you know, like an event, uh, which happened to be at my, my college. Um, I felt, ve- I mean, I didn't really have that mindset of like, I'm going to go and get so messed up because I knew that I was going to be doing pre-workout for the first time. So I wasn't really sure what to expect. I was a little more on the like, cautious side Mm -hmm. but i will say like my one friend who uh was kind of the one who like introduced a lot of that stuff to me um shout out manny he um gave me everything i needed and he was like here you're gonna take this at this time take this 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 time these are vitamins you're gonna take this the day before here's some melatonin take this after you're after you're done this is 5 hdp you're gonna take this the day after Mm -hmm. like it's up to the experienced people mm-hmm. to make sure that while I'll beats like they should not, the rave baby shouldn't like want to feel like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go and get fucked up and my friends are going to take care of me and I don't have to worry about anything, <clears throat> but it's up to you as the experienced raver 
to make sure that they have a good time and mm-hmm. that they don't have to worry about like anything yeah. that might yeah. give absolutely, them a bad, absolutely. a bad trip or mm-hmm. whatever. So. Yeah. I mean, that goes back to the original question of like, how would you prepare first time? <clears throat> and that's, that's a great way of preparing it. Like taking that responsibility on yeah. as yourself. Like, you know what? I'm the experienced one. I need to make sure scratch that. I want to make sure that you're yeah. going to have a good time, that you're going to feel safe and yeah. be safe so that you can continue raving. You know, yeah, you've already mm-hmm. been through it. So like, you know, and, and you, if for a lot of those out, out there who like had, you know, their first time was like their best time, you know, it's like, you, you know how that feels. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, go out of your way to make sure like they also feel that. Way. Yeah. And ensure safety for sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And plus you want to make them stay in the community because it's a great community. Yeah. Exactly. So. I would also say this to the first time ravers who are going to go solo and they don't have a group and all that is be present. Be present in everything that's happening, like the music, the vibe. Don't stay in one spot for too long. Like, yeah, you might want to like stay at the stage for this artist, but like walk around, go check out all that there is to offer, because it's not just like the one artist, the one stage. You can make friends, you could meet people, you could, you know, see some art exhibits, you can see all that is there again, all that is there to offer, because these things are they're, they're festivals. It's, it's not a concert. It's not a one stop shop. It's a festival. Yeah. Keep an open mind. Yeah. Keep an open mind for sure. And take your vitamins, guys. Yeah. <laughs> take vitamins. Like real vitamins, you mean, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. real vitamins. No, yeah. yeah. yeah like, like, would... like B12 and, and B6 mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. Those shits are important. HTP after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first started rolling, um, or I'm sorry, <clears throat> cut. When I, first, when I first started taking pre-workout, uh, my first rave. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my first rave fam, um, they're from college and they were all like in Greek life and they had all raped before. And it was like my first rape. And they literally gave me, they laid out baggies and they labeled each one of how many hours Love I should take Love before. That. Thank you, Jasmine. And thank you, Dom. Like you guys are fucking amazing for helping me out with that. Cause you guys showed me the world of like being safe with what I'm doing. So ever since then I was always cautious and that kept going. Now I'm always cautious when it comes yep. to what I'm taking or how I'm preparing myself. And she's the one who, who you know, parties and tumbles harder than the rest of us. So, <laughs> like I said earlier, work hard, play harder. No reason. But play safe. Yeah, I, no, I kind of just been out of control, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's like <laughs> I just kind of say, eh, I don't give a fuck. But, like, you should give a fuck. I just, I just like to go crazy a little, a little bit sometimes. And, like. Do what she says, not what she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to live my life on the edge a little bit too much. Unless we, just because sometimes I'm bored and I just want to find something new and fresh. What? Did you, did you just say I live on the edge because I'm bored? <laughs> I, I like such things, a bread thing. To I like say. things to be new at all times. Like I like to like surprise myself with different things. So it's like, let me try something new this time. Um, I'm sorry. Just, that's, I'm 22. I'm sorry. That's my excuse. I'm 22. It's actually kind of a valid excuse. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, guys, be safe, really. And like, if it is your first time raving, like, like I think again, going back to the whole group thing and making sure you're with a group that you trust, mm-hmm. um, and you know, good people. Uh, uh, like a big reason for that is so that you know you're in good hands, and you know, we all want you to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So, um, feel free to leave a comment in, uh, in the, you know, the, your questions or comments in the comment section below if you want us to like really go in on how to be safe. Like, like yeah. really go in full detail of how to be safe, going to a rave, it's your first time if you're going with, you know, by yourself or with a group or whatever. Because again, like, it's it's just better if everyone has a good time and goes home, goes home safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll literally go over our individual regiments for you. Yes. Honestly, yeah. Like each of us has their our own way of like taking care of ourselves and the people around us. Yeah. That way you could like 
learn your routine to how to take care of yourself and also take care of the people around you guys. Because mm-hmm. everyone's different. Everyone's body reacts differently to yeah. self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, guys, we are actually out of time. Now. Wait, before you continue. Sorry, I just had a thought. That just <laughs> that, It's so funny to make me think about that though because that means like raving and going as hard as we do. That's self-care. <laughs> Being a raver is self-care. Self-care. Perspective. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're friends <laughs> um guys it's been really fun um we do have to go now um we've reached our time limit but uh as i've always said please if you liked the episode subscribe like the video comment engage with it why are you saying it in such a seductive voice because we're doing asmr and we're trying to sit up I don't know. I, I just got off of being sick and my voice has been a little raspier and I'm yeah, kind of like embracing you're holding the it. mic and you like, doing this thing with your eyes where you're just like, hey, thank you. For yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel if you like the I'm Peaking podcast. <laughs> Someone's a little lonely at home uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I am, I am fine on my own. Thank you. Do us a special favor and I'm follow. lonely too. Is it? The community room is closed. There was a sign on the door. She literally booked it. Oh, uh, I booked it. No, honey, the office is closed today. Oh, my apologies. I booked okay. it. Okay. We'll, we'll get out right now. Okay, let's I leave. Let's pack up and leave. Because the police are on their way. Wait, the alarm just went off. Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? Sorry. Like, it just went off now? How did you get in? The, the I, keys. Yeah, the, that front door. That, it had a sign on it that said the community room was closed. Hey guys, so future editor Devin here, as you guys heard or saw, um, the clip got cut short because we got kicked out of the podcast room yet again um, by the cops this time. Just kidding, it was not by the cops, but we did get kicked out of the podcast room, so I'm just coming on here real quick to say thank you for watching or listening to the episode. Um, Please tune in next week. We will be having a very special guest. Um, He's your favorite six-foot Asian Jim bro if you know who that is you know and if you don't then you'll find out but um yeah if you like the video uh please like it and comment below if you have any topics you want us to go over um we do read a lot of the comments so um please don't hesitate to give us your thoughts and opinions on the pod we uh, always appreciate and love any and all feedback um but yeah other than that we will see you guys in a couple weeks Bye.